Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. You ready to get funky? thing called sleep apnea it's a disease oh. it's a disorder and uh my cpap was acting up oh or was uh, a lot of drinking was probably, <laughs> mixed, probably mixed yeah with right to be honest with you okay so how was your weekend uh my weekend was good i was a, it was a mix of kind of being lazy but also getting out of the house and doing stuff which so you is, did a little bit of everything yeah exactly uh steve i did end up seeing uh, the M. Night Shyamalan movie, oh, old. old. It w- Don't, nobody, please, PSA, don't waste your time. <laughs> That's it was funny. the dumbest really? movie I think I've ever seen. Two hours, ever. I'm never getting back. Ever. ever. It was so stupid. And like, I didn't go in there with high expectations. Oh, you saw it but at the theater. I, and, yeah, but I anticipated it being a little better and right. it, it was so bad well, <laughs> that sucks Don't was it just bother. you no i went with andre okay so uh, you and your friend went and saw this movie mm-hmm. did he like it no we both were like what is this you should have went i can't believe i'm saying this but you should have went to jungle cruise yeah, yeah i know that I was one that. of our options and we ended up going with that so we both were like well so, that was dumb on our part <laughs> I, yeah i saw jungle cruise which you can get on disney Plus. yeah that by was the way. super crazy because i was looking um that night on disney plus and it was on there and then i because I, yeah. I, I was looking on rotten tomatoes and like metacritic and it shows where it airs for the first time both of them just said in theaters so i'm like okay yeah it was really good i can't believe it i thought it looked stupid it seems like a fun, cute movie. It is. There's some gross. There's if you don't like snakes, you're not gonna like it that much. There's a lot of snakes, but they're Disney snakes. Yeah. So they're not like too real. They did a good job with that. But it is. I mean, and it's The Rock, and it is the most dad joke filled movie Ooh. I've ever seen. Oh. If you want to see The Rock do, you, <laughs> you want to see The Rock do about thirty dad jokes in a movie. Non-stop, and it's hysterical. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, his delivery on it is perfect. Yeah. So you are not well mentally, I know, but physically. <laughs> oh, you're talking to me? Yes, no, I'm not physically well. I caught uh, Izzy's daycare crud. That's I'm funny. telling you, if I'm getting that, if I get your kid's sickness. Ew. That, that, was, that was pretty gross. So you, uh, Steve's in his own little booth, thank God, but you're, you're hurting today. Yeah, pretty much all weekend I've gone from one nostril being completely stuffed to the other back and forth but here's the hard part is you had family in town yeah Brittany's cousin was in town so we hung out both days we went to grand haven on saturday and then sagatuck on sunday that sounds like a lot of fun it was a lot of fun it just sucks that i was sick the whole time and i just had to battle through it eating yeah. day quill. Uh. <laughs> i wouldn't have done it i wouldn't have done the sunday 
no offense. I'm sure you had a great time. But Yeah, I mean, we had such a good time on Saturday that we made plans for Sunday, and then I woke up Sunday feeling more sick, and I was like, oh, we have to do stuff. That's the worst. <laughs> Plus, you have a lot of stuff you probably get done on Sunday for the week. I think most of us oh, do yeah. that thing where Sunday's the day where you really... Our errand day. Well, you get the house done, laundry. Stuff. Yep, I did pre-cooked that. Pre-cooked food. So you, you probably didn't do any of that. No, did none of that. But Charlotte had such a good time because the uh, Brittany's cousin has two kids. One's um, seven and the other one's four. So they oh, had a lot of fun playing with Charlotte. Yeah, You're a rock star, dude, because I know you're hurting. I yeah. can tell you're hurting. So you're going to suck it up a little bit today. I'm going to suck it up a little bit today and then go home and crash out and just in my dirty house. Oh, <laughs> not go. clean anything until tomorrow. Talking about sucking up the boogers. Oh. Sure, I'll wow. suck up the boogers. Again, no did you to... not hear that sound he did? Yeah, I said, ew, gross, implying don't do it again. I was gonna, thought I kind of covered that with a nastiness. There you go. No, you're good. Okay. Yeah, that's, sure? it's it's not that funny. It's oh. kind of gross. And people, we're already losing gross. listeners as oh. we go, so we're at we don't two. need to. Yeah, we don't need to lose anymore. Maybe some Connie and I used to have a click of six. Now we have like a click of. One and it's Steve's mom on the app in Detroit, and she's like, "Oh, my poor baby." Oh God, she'll probably drive here with chicken noodle soup. Sweet Jesus. Let's talk about Hollywood a little bit here. So, one of the things that we all that sucked for all of us with COVID was Hollywood started pulling out the big movies and like get shelving them. It's called so Top Gun, Black Widow at the time, which has now been released, Jungle Cruise, I believe, was shelved. James Bond. James Bond is another big one. So now the movies are starting to come back and we get excited. But as far as like a summer goes, like Jungle Cruise was number one in the box office. Mm-hmm. $34 million. That's nothing. It's a lot of money to us, but it's nothing. No. It's nothing at all. Now Disney Plus does the pre-order thing, whatever. So now a lot of people go to the theaters, not like they used to, right? Hopefully it'll get back to normal. Well... Paramount is now delaying the release of Clifford the Big Red Dog, which is supposed to be coming out <gasps> September 17th. Now, was that a big deal typically to us? Maybe no. But speak for yourself. They're doing it because of the kids. Kids aren't really going to go to theaters with the Delta variant. Yeah. Mm. And there were, so they did, they decided they'd delay it. And they're thinking, people are thinking it's going to become a trend. As far as Paramount goes, the movies they have set to be released this year. Top Gun, the new Scream movie, and Mission Impossible 7. Good year for Tom Cruise. Right? So the question is now, will this start a trend and we'll start losing more movies? Because it sucks. Like, this is the worst summer of movies, except for last summer. And last summer was COVID. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it I made agree. more sense. So this is this has been terrible. Terrible Jungle Cruise. Great movie if you want to go see it. Good for your kids. Not too scary. Cute. Very funny. One, M. Light Night, Shyamalama Ding Dog, sucked. Old? Yeah, don't, old don't bother. Whatever it was called. <laughs> Notebook. So, uh, yeah, that one was crap. But my question is now, do you think it's logical that they do that? Because you got, you got Scarlett Johansson suing Disney. Yeah. She's saying she lost $50 million. $50 million That's crazy Of back end money um, When it comes to Scarlett Johansson That's a hell of a back end Yes it is <laughs> yeah. Steve you're the movie guy what do you think I mean I, 
it, this is a tough spot for them right now. It really is. Don't you think? And then that means they're not making new movies either. I know. Yeah, there's very little filming compared to what it is normally mm-hmm. during yeah. this time of year. So unless you're on a TV show, like even behind the scenes, if you're like a, a gaffer, which holds the mic, right, or a camera person, whatever, you probably don't have as much work as you used to. No, definitely not. So what's your take on this? Do you think that it's uh, kind of a bleep show? I mean, I do or... think it is, and, and I, I, I hope by the end of the year I could see it starting to be finally back to normal. Yeah, right. No kidding. But like, yeah, you and I are like dying over here. By the way, my weird, maybe gonna get sick voice. You are definitely sick. Yeah, I got my nasally voice. And we got to depend on Christine. <laughs> I know. What's the hot take, Christine? Yeah. The hot take. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I'm hoping this isn't a, a trend where more, pe- where more movies are going to back out this year because we need it that's well, the thing we need it <laughs> what do you do we really need it do we really need movies yes we don't need movies I'm, I'm a movie nerd exactly that's why i'm shocked you're even saying we this. don't need it i want it movies are like ice cream yeah i don't need it i want it right like need is such a can we just pause and read yes no. i read okay so there you go do you just read another book but you're the one who brought up this topic I know, so I I'm chiming your in. I know. <laughs> I'm not shutting you down. I'm just saying. I mean, don't you think? Do we really need it? Needs a big word. That's all. Okay. Yes, we thank do. All right, we thank need you. the movies. That is some uh, intense debate here in your morning. <laughs> Let's talk about our text question of the day. So the text question of the day we always throw up on the station's website after we're done with it. It's an interesting one today. This one is brought to us by Steve. Mm-hmm. It is. There's a little bit of a story behind it as well. What is the story, my friend? (laughs) Okay, so before we even give the text question of the day, we were walking, my wife, my kids, and my dog and I, um, along the side of the road, and Brittany was pushing the baby stroller, holding a a bag full of my dog's poop after just picking it up. Okay. And (laughs) a car drives by and gives her the old, beep, beep, how you doing? Heck and yeah. she just got so smitten from it. Nice. <laughs> it was hilarious because she was like, "Oh, look at me! I just, uh, all, I'm not all done up. I'm holding a bag of poop, and I'm still getting honked at." Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Which led you to a Which, great question. Yeah, and so the question today is, uh, what little thing can someone do to boost your self-esteem? So that's your the answer for your wife. But what about for you? Mine is complimenting my cooking. If it's a good one. It like because I mean I, I cook for my family all the time and they give me like oh it's good tonight or whatever. But You're when I have guests over and they compliment my cooking, I'm just like a little schoolgirl in the kitchen. I'm like oh really? You, think Do you dress so? like Ooh, one? Yeah. Yeah. yeah afterwards, <laughs> I, I serve dessert in my schoolgirl outfit. If you That's compliment hot. my dinner, That's, yeah. <laughs> Alicia got that from Dan the other day. He was over Connie's Dan. We lost Connie earlier this year to cancer. And, uh, Dan was like, that was restaurant quality. That was insanely good. Yeah, I, I love thing. a compliment like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. You never got that one? I don't think I've gotten that one specifically well, That's yet. okay, kid. Keep trying. <laughs> Christine, what little thing can somebody do that'll boost your self-esteem? So it's funny because what I wrote, actually, I got a compliment over the weekend from another female, and it's complimenting my outfit or my style because... I know you guys can't tell when I'm at work because I put no effort. But when I go out, I actually like to look nice <laughs> and, you know, dress up. I like to accessorize. And when I was out this past week and a girl saw me, she goes, I don't mean to be weird, but you look really good the way you were put together. She goes, nice. you're really pretty. I was like, thank you. So something like that with my style or Did what she, I'm like, wearing. Try and 
bum money from you? No, or... she didn't. Try to get your number afterwards. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, neither of those. Yeah. Thi- neither of those things. Just women appreciating women. Hamburger, I get it. A little thing that somebody could do that'll boost your self-esteem. So your style. Yeah. It's funny you mentioned the uh, with work. Like with this gig, you don't really have to dress up. No. Mm-mm. So like, I had a. Uh, I was catching up with a friend the other day for lunch, and she was like, "Yeah, thanks for dressing up." Was like, uh, really? <laughs> I was gonna go to the gym, like, <laughs> like, but we don't have to. I used to work at a station where they required it. Yeah. And I used to. We were doing mornings. Connie and I were, and halfway through the show, I would go before they all got there. Oh, I would you go change. change. Yeah, because I don't like. I, I like to feel comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Christine wore a bra the other day, and I thought it was Christmas. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. So I understand what That's you mean. Hilarious. Uh, what little thing can somebody do that'll boost your self-esteem? One. 100% comment on weight for me. Yeah. I have incredibly low self-esteem when it comes to weight. And when I know that I've lost weight and someone's like, you look really good. There was one year where I lost, uh, Connie and I both lost 100 pounds each. So that then they started saying I looked sick. They actually ironically said, oh, you, well, you have cancer? Are you okay? <laughs> you I was like, no, I've just lost a bunch of weight. <laughs> I was that fat. Wow. I was that big. So Good for you, like, for losing that much weight. Yeah, back then, good for me. Now, it's back. No, it's but not. But it's not, not that bad. No, I'm not. I'm <laughs> not seen, pushing I've three. Seen, you've shown me some old school throwback pictures. <laughs> I look like I got stung, like, by a bee. <laughs> <laughs> One every... giant bee. More, more like the murder hornet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My face was covered in murder hornet, without a shadow of a doubt. <laughs> so, for me, it could go for weight. Uh, Christine can go for appearance, and Steve, you can go for cooking. Yeah. Combine it all together. You could look good while you eat a nice dinner and hopefully not too many calories. Yeah, there you go. exactly. Yeah, uh, click a six. What little thing can somebody do that's going to boost your self-esteem? Text in or message via the app right now. So I had a, uh, found this thing on Reddit yesterday. I was plopping around on the internet. little unique scenario for you guys. All right. So, sister with a brain... Gets written up first time ever in her life. Okay. Now listen to the scenario and tell me what you would do. She says, My boss wrote me up today on my first offense. It's not fair. Yeah, I was late. Uh, but I get here and here's what my boss said. So you're getting written up for being late, but not just late, 20 minutes late. Plus, you walked in with coffee from Dunkin Donuts mm. so I guess this job isn't that important enough for you to be on time the woman says yeah, I was already late 10 minutes late so I thought I might as well stop and get coffee <laughs> <That's-> <laughs> that reasoning <laughs> so my question is if you're late for work and you know you're gonna be late for work but you want to get that coffee or you have that morning ritual daily ritual do you then stop and do it anyway no since you're already going to be late for work. You don't. No. Here's what you do. And this lady totally screwed up because I've done this exact thing, but I got uh, complimented when I came in late afterwards. Okay. And you're running late. I know exactly You call what you're your boss yep. and you say, hey, I'm really sorry I'm running late. Would you like a coffee? Ah. Then you go through and you buy him a coffee and you get yourself a coffee. And I've done that when I was delivering pizzas. On a couple of occasions. Oh, I was super happy about it. Yeah. 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 They might still write you, you up, though. Hey, uh, thanks for the coffee, but you're still late. <laughs> you don't. Uh, you don't. You don't. 
No, not here. Yeah, you don't nope. do that here because nope. you're late all the damn time. <laughs> yep. I, and I don't drink coffee, but man, I have a bunch of orange juice. Or yes, something. you would. Sweet Jesus. <laughs> getting you to bring in drinks from the bar. Okay, yeah, I, I was looking at that and I'm like, because I've had that scenario before. And again, the scenario is she's late, 20 minutes late. At 10 minutes late, she was like, screw it, I might as well go get my coffee. Mm-hmm. And she gets written up and she was complaining. So would you have written her up for being 20 minutes late? That's the next question. Um, I would say if it's a constant and it's starting to disrupt what she needs to do, but just one time, no. Okay, because literally what we're dealing with right now is two-thirds of the people in this room <laughs> are consistently late. Yeah. Fish. Nope. <laughs> so that's kind of what I'm curious about. Like, like you guys are notoriously late mm-hmm. every day, uh-huh. pretty yep. much. That's not... You, <laughs> I wouldn't say notoriously. Uh, you are late pretty much every day. Am I right? Uh, yeah, but I wouldn't say notoriously. Notoriously would be every day, pretty much every day. But you said you she were. She just doesn't like the word being called notorious. Yeah, like it's like <laughs> she's late every day, and you have been like kid centric, late, sick now, and all this. Yeah, for the past couple of months. Yeah, like literally, it's been every Monday for. Two months. Yeah, something is going on with Steve's family, I and, know. And, and and he's late. Now, yeah, I feel bad on that, but still, here's so here's the next question. Mm-hmm. Okay, if Steve is late because of his kid, and Christine is late because of Christine, should Steve get written up? Well, is Christine getting written up in this scenario? Yes, yes, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. Well, I mean, then I'd say that that's probably fair. But with... Uh, but I'm just saying, like, though, like, because you're saying that's fair, but with a what? Oh, I was just saying, I, I think it, what what matters in these types of situations, too, is whether or not the person is... A couple of things. Whether or not the person is hourly or salary, and also whether or not the person, like... I don't know. It, it seems like if you're in a restaurant or retail mm-hmm. versus an office environment. Uh, with an office environment, you still have mul- you have time throughout the day to to catch up on the things you might have missed for the first 15 minutes because usually you're not like instantly getting in and having to do something right away but should you be written up well if she's getting ready yeah i think so even though you have a kid yeah and it's your sick kid so it's not a steve fault yeah i mean but uh, there's also uh there's way things about that too to like if i were to call in and be like hey my kid's sick i'm gonna be a little late today if i give a heads up on it you respect different the respect yeah like, Steve and Christine will text me at least once, about once a week on average. Hey, just so you know, I'm running late. Or I had last week's was, I just pulled into the parking lot mm-hmm. 30 minutes later. No, it was 20. <laughs> oh, sorry, 20 minutes later. <laughs> that 10 minutes better. Uh, That's uh, why she got the Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah, and the write-up. <laughs> Today's text question of the day, you can message via the app, you can text in. What little thing can someone do to boost your confidence slash self-esteem? I think uh, for uh, Ken, who's on the air after us, mm-hmm. I'm going to uh, tell him like uh, he, I could boost his self-confidence and self-esteem if he quit messing with the damn studio. <laughs> it's like every, every week. Every day. Every, at least once a week. I mean, it, not to be, but like, it's funny, your little... Like, I am so OCD about my little workspace, mm-hmm. and I set it up for Christine, who does some work after I leave every day for the throwback lunch, obviously. I set it up for Christine a, way, a specific way. Like, is this the way you like it? Do you want your lights on mm-hmm. like this? Which is, uh, you know, what 
you do. Mm-hmm. Ken, no. 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 <laughs> uh, but that's fine. Hey, listen to Ken this afternoon. You should check him out. Obviously, we, I set up for Alicia as well, but then Ken's on in the afternoon with 10 in a row. But right now, it's all about learning things. Christine, where is knowledge coming from today? Um, I know we've done a slushy, but have we done movie theater popcorn? I don't think we have. Let's, no. But that's where knowledge is coming from. All right. Get it while you can, right? Knowledge coming from movie theater popcorn. Here we go. I learned something today. Every time I learn something new, it pushes some old stuff out of my brain. I'm learning. What did you learn? Ah, Knowledge. Knowledge could come from a wide variety of places, including and not limited to movie theater popcorn. For example, when you go to the theater and you see the savor-all. Christine, do you know what savor-all is? Mm-mm. That is the beginning of knowledge. It's the special dust they put on the popcorn that gives it its taste. <laughs> anyway, you put uh... the savor-all on the popcorn and the oil in the popcorn machine, and it all starts to bubble over. Pop, pop, pop. Poppity, pop, pop, pop. And then the knowledge from the scooper as it scoops up the popcorn into the $6 sack of popcorn that you've purchased for your movie experience. As you bury your face deep inside the popcorn, there it is, the kernel of knowledge. Oh! I see what you did there. What? Mm, kernel. Kernel, get it? Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. He didn't even realize <laughs> kernel of knowledge. It goes... Down your throat, does a 180-degree turn past your eye socket, providing you with knowledge. Uh, cool facts today. A psychological phenomenon called the uh, Pratfall Effect says that if somebody finds you attractive, doing something embarrassing actually makes you more attractive to them. Interesting. So if somebody finds you attractive, they're like, oh, man, you're looking good. If you slip and fall, they'll be like, oh, my gosh. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so cute. Alaska is the most northern, western, and eastern state. How is it the most eastern? A few of the islands cross into the eastern hemisphere. That's fascinating. Mm-hmm. Huh. The longest palindrome in the English dictionary is Tat, which is a 12-letter palindrome from Ulysses by James Joyce that describes a knock at the door. Tarat-a-tat-tat. 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 I want to say that when I knock on a door next time. Oh. <laughs> and tat There we go. Yeah, the knock motion. Yeah. Ray Romano was originally cast in the 90s sitcom called News Radio, which was a great show yeah. with Phil Hartman, uh, who passed away. He's an SNL guy, Saturday Night Live. Uh, anyway, uh, he was fired from News Radio before the pilot even aired. No he, way. Yeah, he got replaced by an actor named Greg Lee because they wanted to go a different direction. And they said, no, you're not the right guy. And they hired Joe Rogan to do the part. So Joe That's Rogan. That's hilarious. And that actually made his career. Yep. Now he's popping millions, right? Mm-hmm. And finally, uh, there's been a version of Playboy printed in Braille since 1970. Oh, yeah. What's the difference other than Braille from the normal Playboy to the Braille, to the Braille Playboy? Do you know, Christine? You can feel their body. No photos. Oh. Yes. Uh, you're literally reading it for the articles. And I will say this. Like, uh, what was it? Maxim? No, not Maxim Magazine. Playboy has some of the, used to have some of the best writers ever. Mm-hmm. Ever. Like, they were, their articles actually really were good. Did you ever read it for the articles, Steve? I didn't realize there was words in those magazines. Oh, really? come on. No. Just airbrushing? Yeah. Yeah, nothing better than a nice... <laughs> 
fake looking. Uh, I used to work with somebody that was in Playboy for a hot second. Yeah, looked nothing like her photo. Nothing like doesn't surprise me. No, there's a lot of airbrushing involved. Yeah, there's a lot of airbrushing and uh, booty adding, especially in like the 90s and 2000s. They added a booty to her, too. Like, so she had three booties, or (laughs) yes, (laughs) Yes, that's exactly it. Yeah, yeah. Let's peep what's totes trending. Totes trending. Ah, sweet, sweet bacon. Many people love it. Sometimes you want it in a Bloody Mary, maybe you want it on a sandwich. Maybe you want it with your your eggs, pancakes, whatever you're into. If you like the bacon, you may be happy. All right. Unless you live in California. Oh. So uh, apparently, the rules of bacon are a-changing. In specifically, California. Okay, so what's going on is California is going to be enforcing an animal welfare proposition that requires more space for breeding pigs. It also requires uh, egg-laying chickens get more space and veal calves get more space. Well, good thing. 4% of pig operations actually comply with the new rules right now. So it's a good thing until you go to the store and bacon's doubled in price. Yeah. And then you don't think it's a good thing anymore, probably. Most people won't, unless you don't mind paying double for your bacon. Maybe end up with turkey bacon. I don't know. I mean, different strokes if you're into turkey bacon. Mm-hmm. Well, the funny thing about that, too, is mm-hmm. with uh, the more space for veal, veal's such a mean meat anyway. Yeah, right? Because it's baby cow. It it's is. like, here, now you get an extra five feet by five feet to live six months in. Yeah. <laughs> like, the veal was the one that got me a little bit, too. But the bacon one, I didn't know. I mean, it's kind of sad that 4% of hog operations comply with the rules. But I also don't understand all the rules. And, I mean, who knows exactly... What you know, like what's going on with right. that? So uh, anyway, just so you know, your bacon experience uh, might become a little bit more costly in the future. And California is going to be the start of this. It's kind of like weed, though. It's going to mm-hmm. take a couple of years to get done, if you will. To take root, you should have said. Take root because of the weed's bacon. A, a oh, weed's a plant. Oh, that's good. I <laughs> yes, like that. because of the bacon. Yeah. <laughs> I pull root. bacon from the bacon. ground all the time. Yeah, I, I got my bacon <laughs> tree. Love some good bacon. Pull the bacon. All right, uh, I've got another a couple little things I want to share with you without a shadow of a doubt, but we're having technical difficulties. So, uh, hopefully, I'll share those with you in just a little bit. All right. I've been uh, doing a ton of research on. I want to give you sign kind of a scary situation that turned out okay. Uh, story. We call it the good news. I need some good news. Are you ready for some good news? Are you ready for some good news, man? Well, some good news. Well, I have some good news. Really? Good news? Tell them the good news. Spit it out! Now, the good news is, uh, started with a student. Okay, so a student is going to be uh, fly- flying solo in a Cessna, learning how to fly. It loses engine power while he's in the air. Uh-oh. So he's going to have to do an emergency landing. And by the way, he is a student, so he's not certified yet. But listen to, obviously, good news is, guy's not dead. But listen to the uh, conversation between the two. It's kind of neat. I'm losing my engine. I'm sputtering in and out and losing power. I've pulled carb heat. Everything else is in the green. Looks like my oil pressure has dropped. All right. Well, you can proceed direct to the runway uh, 117 Tango Sierra. Clear to land. And um, I'm ready for you. Okay. Uh... It's coming back, and I'm losing it, and I'm over a residential area. I don't have a lot of places here. I have lost full engine power. 
I have no engine. Uh, Roger, no engine. Uh, we got guys coming to you. I got uh, Charlotte notified, and they're coming to you. 117 Tango Sierra. Roger. I'm uh, looking for a field here. I'm going to try to drop in. Roger that. I'm uh, going to attempt a landing in a field right now. 117 Tango Sierra, Roger. I notified Charlotte. They got people sending uh, as soon as they can to you. I have touched down. So. Holy the guy makes it. Uh, obviously, that scared the crap out of him. This was a, stu a student pilot flying solo in a Cessna, which is one of those small planes. It's not yeah. like a big fancy jet plane. But uh, the guy makes it. The guy is okay. Everything's all right. But I listen to that. St I listen to that, and I watched the. I, I kind of read up on it a little bit the other day, and I'm like, well, this is interesting because if I had the land that he landed in, like, did he mess up your crops? Did he run over your sprinkler heads? All these people are going to have to come tow him out. <laughs> I mean, you're happy the guy's okay, but when he's gone and says, I'm sorry I landed in your yard, you might be screwed. I you mean, yeah. lost a bunch of corn. We could have lost all that corn. <laughs> I'm saying, you really could. All right, Steve, give me the give me a mega warning pig right now. Oi, oi. <coughs> I'm sick, wow, so Steve's that sick. Was that a, was a weird one. That was a strange was, yeah, warning give, pig. Give me the odd warning pig one more oi, time. Oi. Okay. Um. The reason we're good, you're good. <laughs> I can't do it. The reason we call it a warning pig is because of the content that's going to happen right now. So I just want to give you a heads up. But I, I saw this today. I wanted to do it now because I just figured it would be a safe time to do it. Women are probably going to find this kind of funny. But dudes, you will cringe when you hear this. Scientists in China are working on a new contraceptive, probiolactic type thing, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. For men. So here is what you do. They inject magnets inside of you huh. that will heat up when necessary, thus making it so you can't make baby. Nah, I don't Get like that. Get out, magnets! Oh! Yeah. I don't like that either. So, uh, well, thank you. I'm glad. You, I, I actually thought you were going to get a kick out of it. No. Because women do a lot of stuff. It's Essentially, you don't get shot directly in the old baby maker. Actually, which is a good thing. The magnets draw particles down towards your stuff and blah, blah, blah. I wanted you to hear about this because... I, I think it's a fascinating thing. They apparently heat up and then it, it, it fixes your dingles, if you will. <laughs> I don't, uh, I don't I try like to, this. Yeah, it, it makes them warmer. Because I know, Steve, you want to be done having kids. Yeah, yeah, that's the plan. So I reached out to this company. Uh-oh. Nope, I'm good. And they give said you free magnets? <laughs> they would, yeah, half-off no, magnets. No, oh, half-off magnets. No, I'm good on the half-off magnets. <laughs> Here's what <laughs> I'm thinking, too. Like, so you got magnets. You know, Now, these magnets are like, it's not like I could press a button on my phone and all of a sudden oh, silverware is going to raise up to your junk. <laughs> you, know? you would ask them for that feature <laughs> if you've already talking to them. Walking by a car or walking by something, and like, turn on the magnets. I just slam <laughs> into the door. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, hey, how you doing? <laughs> Apparently they tried it. Bit. They tried it on mice, and it, uh, apparently it works for about a week. Everything returns back to normal in about a month or two. I'm good now. So, like, I yeah. did email them actually, and say I got a friend that doesn't really want to get a uh, vasectomy. I mean, I'd rather get that one. It's, yeah. it, that's the one that's tried and true. Yeah, uh, but this, this one's one, been, I mean, this could help. This is experimental, right? They're doing it in lab rats. Yeah, it's yeah. A, <laughs> yeah. No, I'm good. Uh, it's it's you don't scientists. Want to volunteer? It's scientists, and it's China. So.
So, like, they know what they're doing. Oh, yeah, exactly that. All right, well, <laughs> go ahead good, and Google thanks. it if you want to. Get some magnets in your junk. There you go. The Olympics are going on. We usually give you the heavy metal count. The guy that does the heavy metal count music, it's like a heavy metal music. The guy that sing, sings it blew out his vocal cords, I swear to God, as he was doing that. Oh, huh. my gosh. So, yeah, he blew out his vocal cords. So, uh, your metal counts can be a little different, but here we go. Olympics as of midnight last night. China, 24 gold medals. Ah, ah, ah. United States, 20 gold medals. Ah, ah, ah. Japan, 17 gold medals. Ah, ah, ah. Australia, 14 gold medals. Ah, ah, ah. That's it. That's your metal count. Yeah. That was wow. nowhere near wow. like the heavy metal count. No, dude blew out his vocal cords, so you got to feel for him, right? So much stuff to share with you. Okay, first and right out of the giddy-up, big news with the Olympics. Simone Biles will be returning to competition for the balance beam. Mm-hmm. She's going to be doing that. She's all set to go. She said she wants to compete, and she's feeling better, which is great. However, I don't overlook the swimmers because the swimmers have been killing it. Caleb Dressel broke his own world record to win the 100-meter butterfly. It's incredible. And then Katie Ledecky won her third gold in the women's 800-meter freestyle. Katie Ledecky will win her third straight Olympic gold in the women's 800 free. And an historic career for Katie Ledecky here at Tokyo. It's awesome. I just wanted to finish on a really good note, and um, I'm so happy. Oh, that was not my last swim. I'm uh, at least going to 24. Maybe 28. We'll see. <laughs> good for her. She is a beast. Good for her. Extremely good for her. But the coolest thing that happened with the Olympics over the weekend was the high jumpers. So, And this has nothing to do with the United States. We're talking about Italy and Qatar. These two high jumpers actually battled to a tie. So what happens? And they're in first. What happens when you tie? Third attempt, 239 for the world champion, Mutsas Esa Bashim. Very close, but no cigar. Tambiri, 239 for a win. No. I think they have to discuss a jump off, do they not? They may indeed. Yeah, I think in we're going to go we again. Are. <laughs> I can't understand them too much there, but <laughs> essentially what happened is they did a jump off. They tied, and they both, in the Olympics, if you tie, you both get gold medals. Oh, really? Yeah, I did not know that. It was a pretty awesome moment to watch, watching them get excited and hug each other. And They were really, obviously, very excited because they were competing against each other, and they both won gold medals. I thought for sure you have to have one person so there would be a tiebreaker. I thought you would have to have a gold. Well, they a did have a tie. Bronze. They had a battle off, but they tied again. They tied again, yeah. So it's like, okay, how long are we going to do this? Right. The one who gets tired. <laughs> so they both win golds. Good for them. Yeah, it's very, very cool. But as far as the Olympics go, one of my favorite parts of the Olympics. Now, Alicia's been watching all these horse things. So I found a specific clip of them talking about the horses. But is what if you have Peacock, the app, Snoop Dogg and Kevin Hart have been doing some Olympic commentary. commentary. Yes. And uh, they did some really good analysis, actually, on the horses. So for you horse people, I think you'll appreciate this. Horses. I like this. This is equestrian. This is Cranton. By the way, look at that horse. Did you own a horse crip walking car? You see that? <laughs> oh, my <laughs> Oh, look at that. Oh, my God. 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 Oh, my God.
Look at this girl. Oh, come on, man. This horse is off the chain. I gotta get this in a video. Oh, you Oh my God. Snoop said I gotta put the horse in the video. Horse Crip walking is officially in the Olympics. Man, you see that? Yeah, I, I love Kevin Hart. <laughs> I love Snoop Dogg. So horse crip walking in the Olympics. There you go. You're all set. Snoop, That's thanks to Snoop and hilarious. Kevin. Hilarious. I wish they have them commentate all sports. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, they're having them do the whole Olympics. So if you really want to get like know a little bit about what's going on, but get mm -hmm. some humor with it. Definitely check it out. It's Snoop and Kevin Hart on the Peacock Machine. That, my friends, is your Olympic update. So, uh, Steve, you have a... She's going to be one year old pretty soon, right, Izzy? Yeah, Izzy's going to be one in less than three weeks. Okay, so you've got Izzy, who's about to be one. Uh-huh. Now, I saw this thing online where a bunch of parents got together and uh, talked about milestones from birth to doing crap, okay. right? Yeah. So your top five are... Uh, as far as milestones, rolling over, that's a big deal, right? Yeah. Number four, saying their first word. Mm-hmm. Now, Izzy's first word was what? Because I know she made sounds, and I uh, pitched to you that when she said, <laughs> that she said daddy first, mm -hmm. much like Charlotte did. So uh, Izzy's first word officially was what? We're, we're pretty sure it was hi. Hi. Yeah, she you says can, hi a lot. And you can she, say hi to her, she says hi back. She goes, hi. I, I say hi to people all the time, too. You do? Oh, geez. And your daughter does look a lot like me. Yeah, even more proof. <laughs> yeah. If she starts waving, then you know. Hi. <laughs> Sleeping through the night's a big one. I know you could use that. Yeah, she hasn't done that for a while. <laughs> uh, first steps. That's I'm not quite deal. there yet. The milestone is when they'll take the first step. So what? what, what is that first year isn't it uh, i mean it could be as early as like nine months it could be as late as close to two years just depends on the kid then baby charlotte's three and potty training big one now she's about 95 percent go yeah so she doesn't wear diapers at all anymore she had a couple of accidents recently but she hasn't had any sense so so that's a good one yeah however uh -huh. then you get past those milestones and you've got your little human running around mm -hmm. yes you do and you go out over the weekend with your uh family that's in town yes and what happened over the weekend when you were at a restaurant? Uh, we were at this nice little restaurant that was right on the water. And there was a nice little patio. We were enjoying some drinks there, just hanging out. Mm -hmm. And we were those parents who, this was like later in the day. This was the last place we went to before we went home. So we were kind of just like very lax on yeah. parenting at that point. <laughs> Had a couple of beverages earlier. So now you're going to become those parents at this yeah, point. Yeah, so we're just letting the kids go and do whatever they want. I mean, there's like some grass around, so they're running around playing tag, catch yeah. uh, catch the kid or whatever they want to play. And your friend owns this establishment? No, no, no. This was just an establishment we were at. So you don't know the owner of this establishment? No, 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 no. The only person I know is the, per is the waiter who introduced himself a few minutes earlier. Okay. <laughs> so it's you, your family, they got a kid, you got a kid. The kids are running around. And what are they doing to this poor establishment? So we have Charlotte and her little new friend, or her cousin, Emma. Uh, they're both about the same age. Uh, Emma's just turned four, and Charlotte's about to turn four here in December. And there's a bunch of planters um, sitting around the edge of the patio we were on with flowers mm -hmm. in them. So the girls start picking flowers oh, and walking no. around to all the different tables and placing flowers on the tables for the patrons. <laughs> so... <laughs> Oh, they're sweet, but 
they're destroying they're, the place. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we finally put a stop to it. One of the planters was almost completely bare of flowers. Did they oh, say wow. something to you? No. Well, I, I apologized several times because they were like, so the way it, you came out of the restaurant too, there was like this ramp that went down. And you had to walk around to get onto the patio. And mm -hmm. so the kids were like running on that a lot, blocking people coming in and out of the restaurants, wait, waiters and waitresses. And I apologized to several waiters and waitresses and they all said it's perfectly fine they're super cute okay <laughs> okay because that's what i was wondering like i would be what what the crap dude well i gave kids. our waiter a hundred percent tip too because i felt bad because i worked in the waiting industry a lot and we took an eight top table so a table that seats eight yeah, yeah. we were there for a couple hours and all we had was each like a couple of drinks and the kids had some ice cream so so, so your bill was like and, 20 bucks well no no it's a little bit more than that but it, i mean we took up this dude's like large table during a busy weekend that was cool of you to do that yeah so i made sure and and he was like are you sure you want to tip this one i'm like yes yes i've worked in the waiting industry i know Look i just cost you a lot of money I'm yeah sorry. just <laughs> just for us to have our kids run around yep. and we're drinking what you, what you should have said to the guy was give part of your tip to the owner so he can go buy new flowers because right? yeah. my kids destroyed your flowers here's a little psa for you with children good call though steve Rando text out. OMG. What? L O L. When you text me that, I said, oh well. Man. Rando text out message via Apple free download in the Apple Store, Christina. I've been seeing someone for about a month. The other day while we were talking, he told me that his dad and his grandpa had both cheated on their wives. While I appreciate his honesty, I can't help but wonder if this is something I need to worry about with him. I asked if he's ever cheated in the past, and he said he hasn't. I enjoy hanging out with him and we have good conversations, but I feel like I'm looking for signs or flags now. In my opinion, there's no coming back from cheating. It doesn't help that I've also gotten mixed advice from friends. Some say they understand my concern and some say I need to chill out. What is your opinion on this? Am I worrying for nothing? This is a great one for you to interact with all the ways you can call in, you can text, you can message via the app. Before I go with the, uh, what I think is gonna be interesting with Steve, because I have an interesting angle on this with Steve. What do you think, Christine? Uh, I mean, uh, earlier I said that she's a paranoid woman. So yeah, uh, I think she's being paranoid and you're like not letting yourself enjoy what sounds like has been a good relationship because you're just constantly looking for something wrong when maybe there's actually nothing wrong. If something comes up, then be concerned, but so this you're guy, getting in your head. This guy grew up with uh, more or less the uh, learning the benefits of cheating from grandpa and dad. Yep. Real, I mean, they cheated, right? Yeah. And she's freaked out that he's going to cheat. And then and she's really into him. They're not married. They're dating. Yeah, it's only been a month. Okay, so it's a month into this relationship, Steve. What are you thinking through your head? Because... I don't think your mom or dad, your dad or grandpa, I don't know if they cheated or not. I'm assuming no. Not that I know of. Okay. <clears throat> so they might have been just really good cheaters. But imagine yeah. imagine that you're you're dating somebody and you fall in love with somebody, Steve. Mm -hmm. And uh, we'll use the same, we'll use the gender thing here. You fall in love with, we'll use Brittany as an example. Okay. And let's say Brittany's mother may or may not have cheated on people <sighs> throughout her life. Would that freak you out? No, not at all. Really? Okay. Really, yeah. Because that's, I mean, I'm just hypothetically speaking, of course, but I'm just, you know, like, <laughs> I just, I, I bet even money without it, I'd actually take any odds as you want that Brittany's mom cheated. Probably. Probably at some point, who knows? Yeah. So, okay, that, so that all being said, you, you're with Team Christine, it's all in her own head or what? Yeah, and well, well, the way that, there's a couple of things here. So it's either, I think that she might have had 
been cheated on in the past and so this has always been in her head and so immediately upon hearing that she kind of like brought up a red flag yeah but the other thing is she doesn't necessarily say how he told her that his dad and grandpa cheated because she might be weirded out because he might have talked about it like there was no remorse and it was fine where and the alternate route i mean he could have learned from this and realized hey i'm not going to be a cheater because my dad and grandpa so you don't really know like what the context of him telling her that was either that's true i kind of just assumed because she was talking about how they have good conversation it was kind of one of those things that organically organically yeah it just kind of came up i think that this 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 random text that we got again brother in pain was talking to the lady they've been dating for a month things are going perfect bling 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 uh she doesn't mention that she's been cheated on so i'm going to assume that she has not yeah, I kind of assume she has just based on her comment. In my opinion, there's no coming back from cheating. And just because she's so, so like the because she's like looking for red flags, I'm I'm assuming she's been cheated on. I should have asked her question. Yeah, I, I should have t- asked her. I don't think she's been cheated on. Whether she been cheated, there's the brain is a fascinating thing. I think there's more going on there, and I, I think either a she's afraid she's gonna be cheated on because she doesn't bring enough to a relationship because she has low self esteem, or b She's just not happy, and she's looking for a way out. And a I think this is A couple people said that, actually. Really? Okay, well, let's get into the members of the Click of Six's responses then. Next. We have a rando text still going on right now. Sister with a brain, a little nervous. Let's help her out. O-M-G. What? L-O-L. When you text me that, I said, oh, well. Man. Rando text, though. Message via Apple. Free download on Apple Store, Christino. I've been seeing someone for about a month. The other day while we were talking, he told me that his dad and grandpa had both cheated on their wives. While I appreciate his on- honesty, I can't help but wonder if this is something I need to worry about with him. I asked if he's ever cheated in the past, and he said he hasn't. I enjoy hanging out with him, and we have good conversations, but I feel like I'm looking for signs or flags now. In my opinion, there's no coming back from cheating. It doesn't help that I've also gotten mixed advice from friends. Some say they understand my concern, and some say I need to chill out. What's your opinion on this? Am I worrying for nothing? So I, I was looking at some of the texts that we've got. I know it's all over social and everything, Christine, but mm-hmm. I, I see my boy Kevin, who usually says go for a divorce, actually made a solid point. She is looking for a way out. She's the type of person that leaves you later in life. I think she's, I think subconsciously, or there's something going on where she wants out, or like you guys said, maybe she didn't let us know she's been cheated on, but she's been burned before. But that's really weird. Like, cheating is not genetic. And once a cheater, always a cheater, I disagree with. I disagree with that as yeah, well. Yeah, you can, you can get out of that. At least I've heard you can. I try every day. <laughs> <laughs> Christine, what are the, what's the click of six saying? Uh, someone agreed with you, Fish, uh, in kind of the theory you're going off of. Someone said you need to chill out. Cheating isn't hereditary. You've been seeing this guy for a month and are already looking for red flags, which means from the outside, you're really not that into him and you're just looking for an excuse to end it. Boom. Uh, someone said, please don't prosecute him for others past trans for others past transgressions. Guilt by association is not legit. Uh, someone said, don't worry about it. He told you the truth, and maybe that means he's learned from it. Someone else on the other side said he felt that he had to tell you about his dad and grandpa cheating. That maybe is he weird. is questioning himself. Keep alert. Sounds like an excuse for what he might do. Uh, Wally said, ask his side piece. <laughs> Hamburger, yeah. Talk to his girl, the, the lady on the side. So let me ask you this, Christine. If I, I mean, to go with that theory about this guy, and again, the dude is a uh, sister with a right message and dating the guy for a month. His grandma and grandpa, his dad and grandpa cheated. He was telling her about it. So 
he could be running flank is what he could be doing. For example, you and I are, I don't know, we're married or we're roommates. We're just roommates. We're okay. living together. And uh, we get, uh, we buy together groceries. We split the bill. And in our groceries is a, a cake. And it's a, it's a giant piece of cake. It's like one of those giant pieces of cake that looks like its own cake. Mm-hmm. And I say, oh, man, you better enjoy that now. You know, you know me, I'll probably eat that all tonight before you go to bed. <laughs> and you'll say, uh, oh, you're so funny, ha, huh? whatever. And you wake up the next day and you want to have a little cake for breakfast. And, and there's it, none left? And I was like, I warned you. Trust issues broken. Yeah, I thought you were joking. I No, I warned you. Yeah. Like, he could say, hey, man, it's hereditary. I'm sorry that happened with your sister or best friend or whatever, but well, if I he said you. it's hereditary, well, if he said then it's hereditary, she needs to be out. No, but see, he, <laughs> he now has set the foundation that if he does cheat, he can say, "I did kind of tell you that my dad and my grandpa cheated." <laughs> there you go. I mean, he did run flank on that. It is, that is so funny. It's actually quite brilliant. <laughs> I have to be now, honest. Now Fish is going to put that in his back pocket. Yeah, my dad. Yep. Alicia's met my dad. There's no way he cheated. I don't even know how he pulled my mom. Let <laughs> alone anyone else. <laughs> Text question of the day is uh, going to happen here in about 30 minutes. What little thing can somebody do that boosts your self-esteem? Other than complimenting your outfit. Or maybe they're excited you finally wore a bra to work. Or whatever it might be, Christine. <laughs> What's something else that someone can do that can boost your self-esteem? Um... Honestly, I kind of agree with Steve's answer, and that would be cooking, not thinking of, like, you know, physical or something like complimenting yeah. me. I would go with cooking because I like to cook. So if someone likes my meal, that makes me happy. That is a, a good cooking one is yeah. a good one. Steve, do you have another one? I might, One of mine would be like, hey, you're, you're the one I come to for advice, that type of crap. But that can get exhausting, too. Right. I always like the, uh, the old you clean up nice compliment. Because I don't really like dress up ever, yeah. and so when I do, who said that to you? People just say it to me. I don't know who. People. When? Last time I dressed up. I don't remember the last time I, I dressed okay, up. Three years go. ago. I <laughs> Three years. My wedding. Clearly, I didn't know you then. Okay, I understand now. Let's peep what's totes trending. Totes trending. Ah, COVID. So, uh, dude in Mexico is going to get his COVID shot, right? It's COVID-19 shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, the nurse is done. When she's done, the other people at the vaccination site are going to break into applause. Why are they doing that for this specific guy? Because here is what he sounded like. share with you again this is right about when he gets stuck with a needle That's so wow. funny. Yeah. he is clearly afraid of needles and thus the applause how many tattoos do you think he has none none <laughs> I, I mean i didn't search his tattoo i didn't ask him I, I can ask him if you want i just want to watch a scary movie with him or something because he or you go on a roller coaster right <laughs> like that would just be absolutely wonderful so dude just gets his shot off and then boom that is so big funny screen. i no one like uh like i i'm trying to think if i've ever been in a doctor's office let's remove the vaccine conversation mm-hmm. and i've heard somebody scream like that getting a shot and i don't think so i don't like needles that much yeah me either when i was a kid though the one that i was always scared of is when they would like check your throat and they'd have the the stick yeah. oh for strep throat yeah, yeah. Swab? or, or the, oh. the swab I mean, there were so many times when I was a kid, I would close my mouth and not let them 
because I was scared of it. I, you're afraid of I that? I hated that, you know. Hey, don't say it. No, I'm not. I'm don't not. I was just going to say I'm glad. She, she, the funniest thing Charlotte's ever uh, done. So Charlotte's like huge. Thank you. What? Okay, yeah, yeah. For she, not Charlotte, going there. Charlotte takes shots like perfectly fine as he screams. Uh, but Charlotte's always been really good with shots. And the last time she got inoculated, uh, right after she got the shot, she turned to the nurse and she goes, you did a great job. Aww. And the nurse was like, that was the first time any kids ever told me I did a great job. How awesome is that? <laughs> I gave him a shot. Have you ever given yourself a shot? No. Have you? No. Yeah. See, I you say no like that, but some people have to. Like, yeah, because insulin. Insulin. Oh, I, yeah. I've actually, so Alicia and I were trying to, uh, uh, and make baby right and so they you know someone came through and counted all my little guys and all that stuff and they're like you're fine you're above average whatever but this doctor said if you do this testosterone stuff because i talked to a different doctor from a different place uh they juice up your testosterone it like doubles your money yeah. right no matter what's going on mm -hmm. you, you probably understand more about that than i do steve because well you make babies <laughs> but so i did it and I, I used to have to give myself a shot in the butt every Saturday. At first, I asked Alicia to do it, and she was like, no. But I, I'd never <laughs> scream like that. But it's not fun. No, I don't think I could do that. It's not as fun as you think it would be. I would make Britney do it. Would you? Uh-huh. Like, woman! I don't see you doing that. And that would just be the foreplay. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dude, you were doing he so good. He, was, he couldn't help himself. You were doing so good. He missed good. such a big one that he had to. Yeah, I've heard Sorry, that. Speaking of big ones. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Let me do my cute story. Maybe I should have done my cute story first. I want you to take a listen to this guy. Uh, this is a, a, a pianist. His name's Tony. Uh, he actually works at the... Uh, Hartsfield Jackson Atlanta International Airport. Here he is playing music. This is Smooth by Santana and Rob Thomas, by the way. So Carlos hears this guy playing, and he's like, Carlos is a motivational speaker. He posts a video on Instagram of the dude playing at the airport, and he says, hey, I want to do something nice for him. What do you guys think? Check out what Carlos did. for If your kids want to play piano one day, this is kind of neat. I've been, like, Instagramming you playing the piano. And I said, like, we need to give this man a tip. I need to let you know, I'm about to give you $10,000. They just deposited $10,000. 170,000 strangers that loved your piano playing. Come on, man. You are loved, you are adored, and I don't know what you need to do with $10,000, but it's yours. Yeah, it wow. ends up being more than 60. Whoa! Nice. Yeah. Just for playing the piano the airport, at the airport? Yeah, because you're providing joy yeah. to people. Yeah. It's, it's, it's wonderful. The dude's playing. His name's Tony. He's a piano player. It's the Hartsfield Jackson Atlanta International Airport, if you want to check it out. But it's he's over sixty grand in tips. That's insane. That is insane. Amazing. I actually have audio of him when he actually got the like how excited he was. Hold on. <laughs> now, now that's the guy from earlier that was getting a COVID shot. Sorry. Although I, I mean, I you really can't tell the difference. Yeah. I, I'd, I'd sound like that too. If right? somebody gave you sixty grand, <laughs> seriously, and you're just doing—I don't even know if that guy's retired or what his uh, story is—but it's super cool. Okay, is there people that you will not let in your house? Think right now. All right, if you had to build a list of anyone in the world that wouldn't be allowed in your home. 
Who would be on that list other than Steve? We'll talk more about Aww. it next. No, you're not on the list, Bob. No. So your house is your house, and if you own your home or you rent your apartment, it's your it's your spot. You want to invite somebody over, they can come to your house. You want to not somebody have somebody over like, yeah, Steve, you can come over, but I don't want Brittany okay. ever over. Aww. You're like that type of like, it's Brittany's not welcome in my house. So this guy, this dude, had the brilliant idea, and he is trending because his neighbors posted it, of putting up a list on his front door of more than 400 what? people that are banned from his property. He knows that many people. It includes neighbors <laughs> and celebrities. <laughs> and celebrities. Yes. A woman posted it, uh, actually. It said, uh, this is my crazy, this is my uncle's crazy neighbor. Uh, she says he's not mentally ill. He's just a jerk. Like, uh, jerks are jerks. Get off my lawn guy. He is the get off my lawn guy. So here's the names of some of the people you may recognize that are not welcome in his home. Oprah. Dr. Phil. Beyonce, the Kardashians, he's got over 400. 50 Cent, Miley Cyrus, Billy Ray Cyrus, Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Kimmel, Stephen Colbert, Paula Abdul, Sandra Bullock, Samuel L. Jackson, and Marshall Mathers. <laughs> not Marshall he went Mathers. By his government yeah. name. <laughs> yeah, uh, Hillary and Bill Clinton, along with Monica, not allowed. Donald Trump, along with Ivanka and Donald Jr. and Eric, not allowed. The United States Supreme Court and all federal government employees, not allowed. <laughs> In my heart. <laughs> this is a real list. It's amazing. Wow. Uh, some people made the list twice. Floyd Mayweather on it twice. Hillary Swank twice. Elizabeth Banks, who I love Elizabeth Banks. She's a ridiculously gifted director in Hollywood, let alone star of, of movies. She's got the blonde sarcastic. She was on Modern Family as their uh friend, the the gay couple's friend that has a drinking problem. If it rings a bell. Pitch perfect. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Elizabeth Banks. She's also the host of Whammy. Michelle Pfeiffer and yeah, well, there you go. Michelle Pfeiffer, Mackay Pfeiffer, not welcome in my my home according to this guy. Oh, not the Pfeiffers. All six <laughs> cast members of Saved by the Bell are listed no. individually. Even Dustin Diamond, who's He's dead. Yeah. Dead. Yeah, he died last year. No zombie Dustin Diamond. Yeah. Chicago people are not welcome in Chicago his home. people? Yeah. That's a quote. Huh. <laughs> this guy's list. Bradley Pitt. Not welcome in his home. Matt Damon and Ben Affleck, not welcome in his home, but they do have question marks next to them, so people on the internet are not sure what that means. That means... Like, maybe. Maybe. That's it depends. Are you are you bringing J-Lo or not bringing yeah. J-Lo? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Who's your plus one, Matt Damon? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think he'd want J-Lo. Like, I mean, the only person I haven't seen on his list is Aguilera. Which would, I mean, break my heart. That's top of your list for people who are allowed to come over. They're welcome over specifically when Alicia is not home. (laughs) Yeah. That's my list. Aguilera, Scarlett Johansson. I mean, that's a list list. But then I'm thinking of, like, what celebrities wouldn't I want in my house? I can't think of any that I wouldn't want in my house. I mean, I wouldn't want the Kardashians. I wouldn't want. I wouldn't want Carrot Top in my house. Why Carrot he's, Top? I, is he, he's, he's still a celebrity? I don't think he's even a celebrity. <laughs> Just, I, he's, he, to me, he's like the most annoying celebrity. Maybe Pauly Shore, too. Why would you not want, like, you're going old school. Yeah, you are. But I can't think of anyone who's more annoying. Why would you not want the, the Kardashians in your home? They're wonderful people. They just seem really annoying. But maybe they wouldn't be. Maybe you would learn some business from them. 
maybe they would put out your social media as a thank you. That's very true. Nah. And then maybe they'll they'll get you sixty thousand yeah. dollars just by putting you on their social. Yeah, maybe. I'm good on that. I'm willing to to uh, not get that sixty grand to hang out with the Kardashians. Maybe they want to maybe they want to have you take photos of them in their new underpants. Uh just one of them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what what that, of you can stay? Yeah. What's that, Rob Kardashian? Is that the <laughs> That's one? The exact one. That's oh funny. yeah. He does have a sock brand. <laughs> of course he does. That's so random. So Christine, your longest relationship off and on was four years, but your yep. last relationship was a year. Yes. Okay. Steve, you've been with Brittany how long? Uh, I've been with her for twelve years. Married for five. Do you know September. what a go bag is? Uh, yeah, but that's usually when, like, an apocalypse or some sort of, uh, bad thing happens and you just got all your stuff ready to go so you can leave. Or, like, if you're in the mafia or you work maybe with the CIA or something, you're in a hurry, it's like a little bag that's ready to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a go, it's like a go bag. They call it a go bag because you grab it. And, and you, you go. go. And you go. So two-thirds of people who are in relationships right now, a bunch of people were pulled. Two-thirds of people that are in relationships right now have someone else in mind waiting in the wings, oh, statistically so speaking. So you were with somebody for a year. Mm-hmm. That's, I consider that a long-term relationship. Yeah, me too. I think, I mean, obviously three, four, five years is more, right? But I consider anything over six months a long-term relationship. So that being said, 62% of people in long-term relationships say they've got that someone on the back burner. Did you have a back burner person? Uh, not for my last relationship, no, but I have in the past have had back burners. That's, Were they, that's I, I know sure. that you have a thing for, uh, for some reason you tend to be, Christine tends to be attracted to gay men a lot. Were they straight? Yes, they were straight. <laughs> just check out, just check it. Steve? No way. No. Never. No. You never had anyone on the back burner just in case? No, I mean, when Brittany and I broke up, I instant, she was on my back burner. I just moved her from the front burner to the back burner. Before Brittany. Never. Uh, no, not really, no. Just, I was never in really very many serious relationships. He was kind of that guy that you all of a sudden just accidentally hooked up with back in the day. Yeah, tripped, fell. Tripped, fall. Slip and fall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Half of people admit say the backup person they have in the mind is someone they used to date like an ex. Mm-hmm. I will say this. Uh, I uh, Alicia and I are known for our weird conversations. And it's been like that with anybody who's ever been with me. Yeah. I like weird conversations. I know who I'm not going to say. Uh, because if if he doesn't listen, I know other people that know him will listen. I know who her back burner person is. Is it an ex? I can't say. Oh. But no. But I can't say. But maybe. But not. I'm not gonna say. <laughs> but she actually. But her back burner person is because based off of uh, Connie and losing Connie this year, she and I have had conversations of what would you do, right down the road. Yeah. If something happened. Yeah. And uh, then who? Who would you do down the road yeah, if something <laughs> happened? Exactly. Exactly. Like, well, well, let me get out my list here. Yeah, I know. We've, we've literally planned that stuff out. It's it's fascinating. Two-thirds of people in general have stayed in contact with an ex during the pandemic specifically that are in relationships because you never know. I know you and your ex don't talk anymore, but that's because of the wonderful block feature you have on your phone. Mm-hmm. Uh, so keeping somebody on the back burner isn't just something people in relationships do. Some of us just have it in mind. 54% of women. Huh? 54% of women and 44% of men say they've hooked up with an ex before. So women are more likely to hook up with the ex during a relationship than a man. It's easier. 
Because you, you've already been there, but so you're you in know the relationship it. Still. Oh, I so thought you, you meant were, after. Like you were thinking of your point down the road. You weren't thinking of the point now. Like you literally just justified everything your ex said. Yes, to you. you did. Uh huh. You literally. Did she or did she yep, not? Like, it's say, easier just to go across the street and cheat. Yeah, that's exactly what she said. Okay, today's text question of the day. Our text question of the day. We've got a ton of response. We'll throw it up on the website here in uh, just a little just a little bit what's wrong are those your real eyelashes yeah wow (laughs) those are absolutely beautiful thanks you're so distracted wow that's a great example of what you can do for today's text question (laughs) of the day i thought of that about two minutes ago (laughs) what little thing can somebody do that will boost your self-esteem tell me my eyelashes are pretty Look at Christine. She's all like... Uh, I actually love that compliment when people ask it? me if my lashes are real. Yes, yeah. they are. Yeah, well, yes, they are. Blink, 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 blink. <laughs> yeah, like, honest to God, if her pants were metal, you'd hear them hit the floor. Just like, <laughs> 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 all right, what little thing can somebody do for you? Click of six. It'll boost your self-esteem. Uh, Steve, overall, yours was cooking. Yep. Saying it's great, and it's not your family, it's others. Yeah, I, if I get family compliments, yeah, it's whatever. But it's when I have a guest over, and they come over, and they tell me they have fantastic cooking. I'm like, Ooh, well, I'd love to be a dinner guest. You have complimented me one time when I cooked dinner. I made pork chops for you. Oh, wow, must be nice. And right? I think he also made coleslaw that he brought here, and oh, I yeah. ate the whole thing. Oh, you uh-huh. did. You did. With, I with a serving big spoon. spoon. Yeah. Yeah, it, was, <laughs> it was disgusting. Still want me over for dinner? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll put you in the corner with a trough. Yeah, right. Uh, for me, it might be something. It could be, like, on your weight or whatever. Or maybe it's just, hey, you give really good advice, whatever it is. A little thing that'll boost your self-esteem. Christine, your original answer was your outfit this weekend. Somebody... Mm-hmm. Said you looked on point. Yes, they did. They called you fleek. That I mean they didn't use that word, but you're essentially. So, you're so fleek. <laughs> uh, click a six. What little thing can somebody do that boosts your self-esteem? Uh, all someone has to do to boost my self-confidence, somebody said, is compliment my eyebrows. I'm obsessed with people's eyebrows and had mine micro microbladed, so I get excited when somebody mentions it. I've learned so much about eyebrows because Marcy, the mother-in-law, works for oh, a company that did, yeah, mm-hmm. and and laser removal. Uh, compliment my gardening or artwork I've created Or compliment when I get my hair done Hair's a big one I agree Hair's a big one. Oh, I love your hair What'd you do to your hair? Uh, shave it, it was on my back Oh, you mean on my <laughs> That's weird uh, Understand that I don't like tacos and not be rude about it I don't even understand how that's on the list We should eliminate them <laughs> How do you not like tacos? I know, right? There's so many varieties of tacos you can have. You're not just, you know, conform to one. It's a meat sandwich. That's all it is. Charlotte doesn't like tacos. That's how I know that she's my child, not yours. She is. But you know who I probably like tacos? Yeah. Izzy, Izzy. because Izzy's secretly your baby. Yeah. Your wife, too, makes great tacos. <laughs> uh, your wife is a great cook. She's a good baker, but she makes great tacos. Yes, if she you does. ever get a chance uh, to try Brittany's tacos, they're amazing. Enchiladas as well. Yeah. Uh, somebody said a kind word or a smile makes them boost their self-confidence. Give me a compliment on something I'm wearing or how I handle situations. There you go. Oh, listen to this. Here we go. My love language is words of affirmation. So reassuring me that I'm a good person and who they appreciate makes me feel good. Oh, wow, that's awesome. I had a friend yeah. yesterday who I was talking to about my anxiety during pregnancy, and she said, you're winning this game. You're so much stronger than you see. And I cried because it made me feel so good. Aw, pregnancy tears. Yeah, it's too bad management never heard that one. 
yeah. encouragement from people I look up to, acceptance by those who matter to me matter to me the most, will be the last before we get to the top five-ish. What little thing can someone do to boost your self-esteem or confidence? Just be kind. Nice. I love it when someone tells me I'm funny. Who doesn't like to make others laugh? Oh, that's wonderful. That is a good one. Yeah. Right? Uh, just when I get a good vibe from somebody, like no matter how long, minute, hour, whatever, they take time to have a nice conversation. I met the most wonderful woman over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not saying that she's, you know, going to be my backup plan or anything, but she's uh, just a, a wonderful woman. I was out with uh, Alicia, and then we ended up running into some friends, a friend, and became friends with his friends, and it became a night. And I met this member of the Click of Six who talked to me about Connie and said nice things about Christine and uh, wasn't sure who Steve was, but I explained <laughs> you know, and said great things about Steve. Just a wonderful person. And that, I mean, that does boost your self-esteem. Mm-hmm. Little things that uh, somebody can do that'll boost your self-esteem. Uh, somebody else said, uh, oh, wow, well, let's go to right number one, two, three, four, five, yeah. Uh, four. Let me know when I'm appreciated with everything going on in today's world. Just hearing words like words like I appreciate you can be so powerful. I make sure to go out of my way, they wrote, to tell people who help me that exact phrase. If it lifts me up it, if it lifts me up to hear it, I hope it does to them as well. Hamburger. Mm-hmm. Just telling somebody they're doing a good job. Again, if you're a manager, just lie to a couple of your employees if you have to. Mm-hmm. Tell them they're doing a good job. I mean, it makes them feel good. And when you tell them they, you know what? And when you tell them they do a good job, don't then use follow that Follow up time. with something don't, no, negative. Don't follow up yep. with something negative. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you said follow up with something negative. That's bad No, idea. don't follow yeah, up. Yeah, Christine's like, make sure after you compliment somebody, tell them that they're ugly. No, you the compliment it's the sandwich. worst. Yeah, I know. They don't follow up with something negative. Number three. What little thing can someone do to boost your confidence? Give me money. <laughs> Number two <laughs> is a ran- good one. Yeah, it is a good one. Right. Number two is random compliments at work. Uh, lets me know that all of my hard work doesn't go unnoticed. A lot of these are directed towards management, I've noticed today. And number one. What little thing can someone do to boost your confidence? Buy me tacos and tell me I'm pretty. <laughs> that is wonderful. That is the best answer. I do, I, I, buy me tacos and tell me I'm pretty. Isn't that a t-shirt? It could be. <laughs> it if it isn't, be. it should be. I think it's a t-shirt. Can somebody throw our logo on the back of that thing? Yeah, right. I love that. There's your list, guys. Quick question for Steve here. Steve, what is this song? I want to be the very <gasps> It's the Pokemon song. You knew that right away, right? Yeah. Okay, you, like, is it because you have kids or because it's you? I mean, it's you. I mean, I think this came out when I was like in sixth grade or seventh grade, so I watched the this cartoon. The Pokemon? Yeah, the all Pokemon. the time. Well, the, a guy has redone it now. Uh, this is actually, uh, actually, I think it, this guy, his name's Adam. He was on American Idol. He was a finalist years ago. And he just recently did a cover of your Pokemon song, for real. The very best, like no one ever was. To catch them is my real test. To train them is my cause. I will travel across the land, searching far and wide. Yeah, I dig it. Pokemon, gotta catch him. Our hearts so true. 
that's just words from the original one, right? Yeah. Like, two, okay. I got two fun facts about this if you want to hear them real quick. Go ahead. First one, it's uh, the 25th anniversary of Pokemon coming out this uh, year. Oh, there you go. Okay. And the second one is the poor guy that did that song originally. He got paid something like twenty oh. or $30,000 with oh, zero royalty no. uh, in his contract. And that song... The amount of times, I mean, it still gets played. Yeah. Like, how much money he'd be making on the back end of that? Ooh. Why wouldn't he get royalties? I mean, he probably, th- because it wasn't a thing. Like, this yeah. was the, a brand new thing when they asked him about it. And so, when and they asked him to do it. Who and, is he, really? I mean, the guy. Yeah, nobody knows. I don't. He, I have no idea what he does. Oh, my gosh. I'd be so depressed. Christine, you're a no-name singer, right? And, you're in a, and they're like, okay, we're going to use you for this theme song. You ask for royalties? I'll go, no. Next. Next no-name singer. You're not gonna have the clout to get it. Oh my gosh, that no. would suck. Millions of dollars, like like my mother. Always, hundreds of millions of dollars, yeah. probably. Hundreds of millions of dollars, like my mother always used to tell me. She was British, but she was always right. Always make sure you keep an eye on your back end. <laughs> she, always she always had the that. good advice. Yeah, she did. She did. You ready to get funky? Shaka Connie, let me W Shaka Connie. Shaka Connie, that's all I wanna do. Wake up. 